0: find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Today, we bask in the light of mustachioed greatness. Hi, this is Daniel Segura, host of the Mustachioed Podcastio. You like mustaches? You like movies? You like sexy chinganos? Well, the Podcastio is the place for you. We are talking legendary mustaches from Charles Bronson to the Great Bird Reynolds to the OG Ice T. Find the Mustachioed Podcastio anywhere you listen to podcasts. That is M-O-U-S-T-A-C-I-O-D Podcastio. 10.
1: So today on the podcast, I am very pleased uh, to introduce you all to Michael Colby, who is uh, part of the uh, very famous, or should I say infamous, uh, <laughs> podcast, Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex. Uh, thank you so much, Michael, for being with me today. Uh, how you doing? Great.
0: Thank you for having me on. Why oh, am absolutely. I infamous?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're either famous or infamous, right? Like, what uh, side of history do you want to come down on?
0: <laughs> I guess I'll take either one for this as far <laughs> as this goes.
2: But uh... Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you not only do um, Haunted a car- Apartment Complex, right? You also do uh, My Neighbor Michael. Uh,
0: Jack Billings Presents Me and My Neighbor Michael was our first... Uh, m- my friend Matt called me up uh, one day doing this crazy voice and he's like <laughs> you and me are going to do a podcast together and i'm like i don't think <laughs> i can listen to you do that voice for that long <laughs> but uh but yeah then he ended up talking me into it and uh i've listened to podcasts since they were invented like oh sure <laughs> that's you know I, I was the kind of guy who used to listen to am radio and stuff because i just mm-hmm. like to hear people talk Yep. Uh, and then once once podcast started, I was like, oh, these are really cool. But I never even thought to get into it. And then he he gets a hold of me and I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right, well, maybe. And now I'm on like five podcasts. So oh, sure.
1: That's, yeah. Now you're completely overburdened. <laughs> oh, uh,
0: I wouldn't say that. I I, <laughs> I have a I have the type of job that allows me to go in for eight hours a day and then not think about it afterwards. Oh. Oh, that's nice. And my child is grown, so um, they could take care of themselves. Uh, sure. So, you know, I have some extra time to do podcasts, and it's it's what I enjoy. So, Great. Uh, yeah. Yeah, hey, if
1: it makes you happy.
0: It does. Yeah. It does. <clears throat> I think I've been, I, I spent a whole lot of time trying to figure out You know what kind of creative endeavors made me happy and i think i found it when i was you know 40 years old
1: (laughs) yeah yeah well you know i mean i actually i feel sorry for people who um don't necessarily have something in their lives that they can be like excited or passionate about um and i think that you know as podcasters you know who have kind of found their um their little, you know, niche, their little part of the universe. Um, I think we're tremendously lucky um, that we're able to do this. I mean, yeah, you know, you probably don't make any money from it. And, you know, it, it takes a lot of time and sometimes hey, it's, hey, you know, stressful. I've made but... $40 off of the podcast. Oh, so... <laughs> look at you, new shoes. 40 bucks. Yeah, yeah, Um, I think I ran a t-shirt campaign once that netted me like 200 bucks. Nice, but
0: now you're big time in me <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> well, now is the part of the podcast where we measure each other's balls, right <laughs> to see who has the bigger set of balls, and everybody knows it's going to be me, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> um, so the reason why um i I kind of had you on today um is because you know i I've always been fascinated by. The paranormal and strange happenings and the unexplained and, you know, basically anything that goes bump in the night and you can't explain why it does.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, I think that you are the only person that I've ever run across <laughs> who has said, I go to these haunted places all the time
3: mm-hmm.
1: and I never experience anything, <laughs> but I keep going. Yep. And I think that that's really interesting. Because, I mean, for me, I'm, my wife always says that um, I have a complex where, like, I want immediate satisfaction. Mm -hmm. Um, So, if I see something online, I can't, you know, wait to buy it. I need to buy it right away and have that immediate, like, tingle, like, happy Uh gratification. Um, So, for me, if I wasn't experiencing anything, I would just be like, okay. (laughs) You know, like, I'm cold. I ran out of (laughs) granola bars a half hour ago. Like, this is not it's just not working like I'm going home um but but you keep at it so I I guess my question is how did you kind of get into um ghost hunting uh paranormal investigations what whatever you know however you identify um and then kind of what what keeps you going back
0: I've always been interested in that stuff. I, when I was a little kid, like when I was a little little kid, I was afraid of everything. <laughs> uh, I was one of those kids who was like, you know. I told this story on a on a on a podcast not that long ago. Uh, I was the kind of kid who there was an episode of the sitcom in the nineteen eighties, The Hogan Family. Hmm. It was a Halloween episode, and uh one of the kids had a dream that everybody turned into zombies (laughs) and they were wearing these obvious like rubber halloween masks and hands and like dancing around and being silly it scared me so bad (laughs) 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 that i slept next to my parents bed for a week (laughs) because i was so scared uh, but then something happened, like, I, I watched, uh, uh, I just happened to catch Night of the Living Dead on the television, um, and I was, like, I was, like, entranced by it. I was scared, but I was still, like, I couldn't stop watching it. And then I just sort of got into scary stuff, and, and it didn't scare me anymore. True. Um And then... I was seventeen years old, um, and I was—I I didn't really think about it. Like I grew up Catholic, but I—I I never really—I never really did the whole religion thing. Mm. Um, it was my grandparents and stuff who sure. who were. Um, and then the one day we were driving. If you listen to—if <laughs> you listen to Saturdays Are for the Ghouls, I told this story on on there um but i was driving with a friend of mine and we were driving down not not like a back street but it was like it was a highway but it was like you know the the rural part of the highway where you're just sort of driving through and there's like uh like uh trailers on the on the sides of it Mm -hmm. and we saw what looked like um like a man in hmm. pajama pants and a t-shirt and a bathrobe um and he was he walked out from nowhere he just sort of appeared walked out to the road bent, bent down like he was picking up his newspaper um and then he looked up at the car and sort of disappeared and he was blue and he was translucent and I was like i said to my friend i was like before I say anything, can you tell me, did you just see something? And she (laughs) went back, she went and explained, said exactly the same thing that I just saw. Yeah. You know, this is what I saw. I was like, okay. So I was like, all right, well, maybe this stuff does happen in real life. And then you find out, uh, I live on the East Coast, uh, Philadelphia area, and there's a lot of places around here that have like, stories of hauntings and we're sort of near Gettysburg and we're sort of near Centralia yeah and there's like all of these places around and I'm like all right we gotta start going because I saw something with my own eyes and I'm like Hmm. I'm like we gotta start going to these places so I think it started as a supernatural sort of hunt but the more of these places that I go to I've never seen anything else. Um, Mm -hmm. So when we go to these places, I'm always like, all right, well, these places are, they're definitely creepy. Like when you go Mm -hmm. to them, there's a creepy vibe there. Right. Um, And the history of the places are always very interesting. Um, So I think that's, I, I think I'm more interested in the places themselves because if, you have a place that has ghost stories that's going to tell you that interesting stuff happened at that place yeah so to learn the history of a place is is sort of why I I I still do that sort of thing but Mm -hmm. I've been doing it since I was like 19 years old
1: yeah yeah and I mean when it comes to those places too you know you think about the like the places are creepy yes and there's like a creepy vibe but you also you know have to consider all of the you know events and the energies that are in those places you know either positive or negative Mm -hmm. um and i think that you know there's a lot to be said for um you know doing the research and you know going back and learning the actual history because like you said you know if there's a ghost story about a place maybe there's an origin for that ghost story Mm -hmm. somewhere you know, and if you can kind of nail that down, maybe you can learn a little bit more along the way about these, these different locations.
0: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like a super smart guy. um, <laughs> But I do love to learn new stuff. Like sure. I'm one of those guys who people like people at work will come to me when they need the answer to a question because they know. Again, I don't consider myself smart but I know a lot of stuff because Mm -hmm. if I have a question I have to find the answer to it. So like and I just retain that stuff. And I think that learning I think that learning the history of places, you know, it it's one of those things where you're you know, you're learning something and you know it, they say if you don't learn from history you're doomed to repeat it and that's mm-hmm. like uh, i don't think people learn from history and if you hear some of this stuff like some of these stories because we we go to a lot of like civil war battlegrounds mm-hmm. and you know places uh, you know where the colonizers came and and took over places from native americans and just killed thousands of people sure and it's like <clears throat> it's like this stuff can happen again if you <laughs> if mm-hmm. you don't if you don't first of all learn what happened and then understand why it's bad <laughs> like some right. people still don't think that that some of this stuff is bad they're like oh you know whatever we were the oh. winners, and it's like that's not really how it
1: works. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> even when you think back on, like, you know, places like, um, uh, like the, you know, old tuberculosis hospitals, mm-hmm. um, where people, you know, were essentially just going to die because there was really no way to care for them, mm-hmm. um, and the kind of treatment that they endured, and how that kind of situation repeated itself throughout history up to like i mean i don't know when like the last terrible state-run institutions honestly they probably still exist um and i'm just ignorant to that information
0: yeah they're prisons
1: um right (laughs) yeah but i mean like you know you think about like people you know chained to their beds or Um, you know, they're just like naked hunched in a corner. Like, you know, I'm I'm conjuring images of um that Geraldo Rivera special on Willowbrook. And how he went in there. You have you've never seen it? No. Um, yeah, the um the documentary uh Cropsy um has a whole section about the um Rivera expose. Um and he went in there one day, one of the doctors um had a key and let him in, and he wandered around and there were people like being forced to eat in two minutes who were um you know profoundly disabled and were just not able to do that
3: ooh um
1: so people were you know starving, and people were dirty, and they were getting all these kinds of diseases and and dying you know in these in these conditions. Um, So, I mean, you know, you think about all of that energy and kind of where does it go? You know, like, Mm -hmm. how does that dissipate? Does it ever dissipate? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you know, every yeah, learn the history, you know, I mean, history repeats itself for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah, I never heard of that, but I'll I'll check that out. When you said that, I didn't think he was going to go in there while there were people there. What was this in the 80s?
1: Oh, you know, I want to say it was in the 80s. Um, Yeah, he just, I mean, he had a whole camera crew. And he brought the whole damn camera crew in there to to expose what was going on there.
0: And they let him in with a camera crew.
1: Well, the the doctor that he knew, Mm. right? So he had an in. So the doctor that he knew and who was fed up with having to do, you know, all of this stuff and seeing all these people suffering. Um, whenever Rivera would contact the administration, the administration would be like, oh yeah, you know, you can come on like such and such a day at such and such a time. And then, Uh you know, by that time, well, you can come into this ward and look at how clean everything is. And, you know, there's only like 10 people in here. Like we're not overcrowded, you know, like we're taking all this, you know, state money and look at how we're applying it, you know? So it was all just bullshit. Right. Mm Mm-hmm um and then the one day this doctor was like yeah you know what i'm just i'm done with this this is bullshit i don't understand why you know this exists this doesn't need to exist anywhere it's ridiculous and uh he just let him in and he went in and he filmed people who were like eating off the floor and smeared in feces and were like just sitting naked on the floor rocking um i mean it was horrifying to to, you know to witness i can't Mm. even imagine what it was like for him being there and you know the sounds and the the smells and you know the oh my like i yeah well that Um, actually
0: that actually uh, speaking of history repeating repeating itself uh that sounds you know if that was in the 80s that actually sounds sort of exactly like penhurst was
2: mm -hmm. um
0: which is one of the places that we've been to a bunch, like Penhurst, is like very famous. Yeah, uh, it, it, as far as I'm sure. I don't know. Do you cover this kind of stuff on the podcast? I haven't listened to all of your episodes.
1: Um. Yeah. So I mean, you know, sometimes I cover asylums. Uh. Very very rarely do I do like true crime and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's like creepy, odd, macabre.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Well, Penhurst was a place for it was what they called an insane asylum Mm -hmm. uh it was for people who were you know either had like severe learning disabilities or you know and when they built it it was built for 500 residents uh right but you know within just a couple years of it being operational uh, there were like thousands of people in there and even more than 500 like doctors and groundskeepers and stuff it was just so overcrowded and like like more than five thousand people di- died in this place um so you want to talk about some place with bad mojo right uh that because people died from again malnutrition and and uh, just being just being like abused hmm. uh, because they didn't care like the people who worked there didn't care about these people right they just uh, you know they just packed them in and you know put fifty of them in a room and let them do what they wanted um, yeah. And that was until the, like, 1960s. It was insane. And there are so many stories, and you go into a place like that, and, you know, people have, people put up the pictures, you know. Yeah. People take the pictures, and you see, you know, the apparitions, and you know, all that kind of stuff, there's, there's a whole, it's really more of a haunted, like, ghost tour thing now, Um, but I I can tell you that if you go just during the year, it's way more creepy than, you know, when they turn it into a, into a Halloween thing, there's a lot of people there, you know, they have, like, scary stuff and like ambient music and noises and stuff set up and it's like it's scary but it's scarier when you're in there you know with five other people and it's quiet (laughs) wow uh but again you know we've gone there i've taken hundreds of pictures in that place (laughs) and we you know every time i i I don't want to I don't want to be like, oh, I I absolutely don't. Because if I absolutely didn't believe in any of this stuff, I wouldn't keep doing it. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, we go through the pictures and, you know, audio that we recorded and all that stuff. And we never hear or see anything. And it's like, yeah, it's creepy. Like, when you're there, it feels bad. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, my story of the thing that I saw, I don't think that was, like, an intelligent ghost. I think it was, like, residual energy from somebody who did that same thing over and over again. Hmm. And then, you know, died. And their energy was still on the planet. So, yeah, when you go to these places, it, it is always you get a bad feeling
3: yeah
2: and
0: i i do think that that's because of the bad stuff that happened there like the the residual bad mojo is still is still at these places and you won't find a place with worse mojo (laughs) than penhurst i don't think
1: yeah um i've actually got uh a contact at um penhurst he's the co-chair of events um i think he also does like fundraising and outreach um but i've been sending emails with him back and forth trying to nail down a time where we could talk about um kind of you know their efforts in trying to uh restore and you know keep the keep the property kind of alive i guess um but yeah, I mean it's, you know, it's it's a creepy place. A lot of creepy things happen there. Um a lot of people would say, yeah, you know, absolutely you're going to get a bad feeling when you go in there because yeah. of all the terrible shit. Yeah. Uh not to mention, you know, the asbestos, lead paint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a different 500 different kinds of mold that are in the place.
0: Oh, it it's a <laughs> it's a it's a bad place. Yeah. It's a bad place and everything about the place it sort of just makes it work. <laughs> like, yeah. You're just like piling bad thing on top of bad thing on top of bad thing.
1: Right. And you also have to consider, too, when you're going to these places, you don't know necessarily that you're the only person there. Like, if you go to places like, um, you know, for example, we were talking about Willowbrook. If you go to the old buildings um, that were once part of Willowbrook. Um, there's a tunnel system underneath that's like a hub with spokes. No. So you could get to any building on that campus, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, the, the homeless population has moved in there because, you know, it's it's a closed in place where, you know, you can go and get out of the elements and, you know, whatever. I mean, they have winter in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, yeah, man, you know, I'm going to go and live in this you know hidey hole underground or whatever because it's somewhat insulated and mm-hmm. it's a little bit better than sleeping in a cardboard box mm-hmm. so i mean you just don't know you know you could walk around a corner and all of a sudden you know there's somebody right in your face so i mean there's that element of it too i'm sure
0: yeah i i don't i don't i mean i don't know for sure but <laughs> if from from myself being there i don't know what would be worth <laughs> sleeping in a cardboard box or sleeping in that <laughs> building.
1: <laughs> I think I'd probably choose the box.
0: Yeah, I think I might too. There's, yeah. there's very few, you know, places that I I really didn't like being in. Yeah, uh, that's one of them. It's 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 a it's a creepy place. Yeah, well, but again, and it's I've imposing never... too. Yeah,
1: it, it
0: it's. It's one of those places where you you feel bad <laughs> the whole time you're there. It's like, and not just like, you know, even if you, probably, probably if you didn't even do your room, but it's like oppressive. It's oppressive yeah. to be there. Yeah. Um, and if you know what happened there, it's worse. Yeah. <laughs> because like you look at some of these rooms and it's like. You know that there was just dozens of people in there at, at any time, and you're like, "You're like, there's three people in here now with me, and we're cramped up." Yeah, right. It, it yeah, it's it's just even yeah. thinking about it is like, I don't, I don't think I can express what it's like to be in that
3: place.
1: Yeah, and it seems like that's always the, it's always the same story, too. You know, like this place was built to house 500, you know, people. Mm -hmm. And then within two years, it had already exceeded the 500 max by like (laughs) 2,000 other people. (laughs) And nobody seems to look at that and say, well, you know, I mean, a lot of other asylums have done this and it hasn't worked out. I, you know, like it's, it's that, you know, fuck around and find out mentality that it like, it's going to go bad. You know, there's no way it's not
0: no there's no way it's not like Uh, that kind of stuff is always going to go bad and if you don't learn from it going bad before right it's going to go bad
1: again yeah absolutely um so you said that you have um a few uh a list of a few places that you've been to yeah um i don't know if you want to start like going through the list maybe start with like the the least um creepy or least eventful, and then kind of end <laughs> with the most creepy, most eventful.
0: Okay, well, unfortunately, uh we were uh, we've been to the worst place that yeah. <laughs> uh, Penhurst was on there, but I felt like what we were talking about segued into it too sure, well, to not talk about it. Yeah, yeah, so now that we've gotten the worst place I've ever been, <laughs> out of the way i do have another one it's 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 a little bit less known sure um it it's sort of it's i shouldn't say it's sort of out of the way because it's really out of the way right um it's this place called brinton lodge oh, okay uh which it was built in like the 1700s and hmm. um it's it's one of those places that housed, it, it doesn't have a ton, like, I couldn't find a bunch of history about it, uh, other than the fact that it it's supposedly, you know, it, it had a, it was like a, a safe haven for, um, it was, it, not a safe haven, what are those things called, um, during Prohibition.
1: Oh, like a speakeasy?
0: It was a speakeasy hmm. uh, during Prohibition and you know mobster stuff went on in there uh so a bunch of people died it's a brewery now it's like a brewery and a and a you know whatever the restaurants attached to breweries are called um and it's it's pretty cool it's nice they have good food (laughs) uh but you know there's again all these stories of people you know, because it used to be like a bed and breakfast, and it it had stories of, you know, people being woken up in the middle of the night by, you know, spirits and stuff, and sure. you know, uh, just your normal, your normal, uh, you know, ghost story stuff. But it's a really cool, like, it's a really cool building it's, it's cool to be there. You don't get a bad vibe from it, but there are, you know, those pictures.
2: Hmm.
0: Again, every single one of these places you go to, <laughs> they're going to have like a little display when you go in and it's like, oh, here's sure. where, here's, here's the pictures that people took of, you know, the ghosts that we call Francis or whatever they call their <laughs> ghosts. uh, But uh, i thought that place was really cool because uh you know it was a speakeasy during prohibition and lots of stuff happened in those. uh but yeah i i I wish i could have found more history about the place yeah um it 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 was born it it was born It it was built in the 1700s like i said and uh you know it was a it was a house and then it was like they added on to it and then it was like some rich philadelphia like like uh, am trying to find it now uh you know some rich people from philadelphia bought it it was a gentleman's club it was a speakeasy it was a bed and breakfast and now it's like a a brewery and and pub Hmm. uh and you know you can't find anything you can't find anything specific about this one but um, it's one of those places that that i really liked going to even though we didn't see anything we didn't find anything but but it was fun it was a good (laughs) i guess this is more of an advertisement for this place sure but if you're in the area
1: (laughs) yeah so i mean you know when you when you kind of go there and set up what what kinds of equipment are you using or kind of um you know what are you looking for what are you measuring well
0: this place doesn't have they do tours Hmm. um but for the most part they don't let you like do your own investigation Uh, it's like you know you walk around with everybody else and. You sort of, you just sort of uh, see what everybody else sees. You hear the stories of, you know, whatever happened. And then you can sit down and eat and drink. And Sure. so, uh, you know, a lot of the places let you go, you know, other than just tours. Right. But this one's like really a tour place. It's, it's more of a place of business now. Oh, okay than it was but when you go you know you can take pictures and so you know basically just your phone um something to record audio with mm. um but we'll we'll we can get into the into the more you know the the actual tools of the trade uh a little bit <laughs> when we get to um the next place. Oh, sure. Uh because really it, at a place like this which is you know, and then sometimes you'll have people in the tour group and they're like, "Oh, you know, oh, I saw this thing move and it's like nobody else saw it because <laughs> they really wanted to see something move sure. because they don't do it very, you know, they don't do it. So they wanted to see something when they went to go do it. Right. Um, and you get a lot of those people on, on those tours. Hmm. Uh, so that was, yeah, that was that I, I'd picked that one out because it was, it was less known. Um, not super creepy. Sure. I was also going to build up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we have the next one that I had on my list was Centralia which i'm sure everybody knows about centralia uh but it's in you know central pennsylvania uh back i don't remember when uh i think this was also in the 60s okay oh haha it was in the 1860s oh wow um
1: yeah, if, if nobody is familiar with um Centralia, Pennsylvania, uh the movie um Silent Hill. Yes. Um, that, that whole concept was roughly based on uh what's happening there.
0: Yeah, there's been a lot of unfortunately now, uh there used to be a highway that sure. was closed off. Um and people would would walk it and do graffiti all over everything. Sure. Um I have some very good pictures if anybody's interested i'll I'll dig up the pictures and i'll send i'll send i'll put them out on maybe my instagram or something oh sure um but it's really cool and you see a lot of well first of all the number one thing you see is big giant graffiti dicks <laughs> <laughs> because this is people that we're talking about <laughs> sure but then you know you see little memorials to people who used to live there yeah. um you see I have some pictures of some graffiti that that look like you know runes or like like uh symbols where people were trying to do like rituals and stuff mm. And I don't know if this is, you know, inspired by Silent Hill the movie or just, like, people doing ghost stories and stuff and, you know, trying to scare people. But it is creepy when you see it. (laughs) you If you... Unfortunately, they covered up this highway now. Oh, okay. Uh, You can't... You can no longer go there. Um, But but yeah you saw you saw some creepy stuff and i don't know if covering it up makes it worse <laughs> <laughs> because now you've covered up not only a not only an underground fire that's been burning for <laughs> like 200 years now right uh but you're also covering up a bunch of symbols that who knows what they who knows if they were anything or what they were right um
1: and how did that how did that fire start do you remember
0: the fire started uh (laughs) they they let these cities uh make put their landfills in old coal mines that weren't Uh. being used anymore Uh, So they just would pack these old coal mines full of their garbage. And uh, at one point, the city said, well, we have to get rid of all this trash. And uh, they decided that the best way to do that would be to burn all the trash. So they lit the fire to get rid of the trash. (laughs) Which started the coal on fire, which was in the coal mine. And uh, the thing about coal is if you have dense, if you have like dense coal. Yeah. uh, It's going to
1: burn for a long time. (laughs) Right. Well, you know, on the bright side, they they did get rid of the trash.
0: They did get rid of the trash.
1: Absolutely. And that did happen.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. But it, it is one of the creepiest places I've ever been to because there is cracks on this highway, yeah, and the whole town, it's a ghost town. There's probably 50 people who still live there. Oh, there's um, still people who live there? There are, and I have some creepy stuff to say about the people really? who still live there. Because
1: I've read something that said um, once the mail service... Mhm. stopped going there that it was it was basically ordered that everybody had to leave. Um and then I was under the impression that the population was zero. Okay. Uh, it,
0: I don't know because I haven't been there in probably 10 years.
1: Yeah, and you know, I don't know when I found that article, it may have been about that time. If it's more recently and
0: uh, I mean nobody else was moving in and everybody who was there was very old sure uh so it could have just naturally gone down to zero right um Mm -hmm. but yeah you you go to this place and it's it's i mean the woods are beautiful it's Mm. it still has vegetation it's not you know it's not a a big like wasteland sure it has it has nice nice forest over everything but you 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 go on this on this old highway and there's cracks all over the highway and there's still smoke coming up from it <laughs> huh. like it, it it's a scary place um yeah and like i said you know you see these well you don't see it anymore but you used to see you know all these people and they you know it would be just tributes to people who who lived here and and died and sure you know and whatever else they were trying to do but i went past i went through uh, uh a bunch of years ago like i said and this was at christmas um and one of the few homes that still had people living there had a decoration out by the road that was santa on a sleigh being pulled by reindeer and it was like eight feet tall and it was all made like welded together garbage
1: oh holy shit
0: i i I, i'm gonna find these pictures (laughs) i'm gonna send them to you but it's like i had to stop and pull over and take pictures of this and i was like If these people see me, they might kill me because what's this weirdo doing in our town taking (laughs) pictures of our – but, like, yeah, just everything about the place is creepy. And, you know, a lot of people did die there because when, when that fire started, you know, there was smoke pouring up. People couldn't breathe. Sure. you know and it was it was a coal fire so it was hot hot
2: yeah
0: um, and through the years they tried to they tried to like put the fire out in like a bunch of different ways and nothing ever worked hmm. so they just sort of said well i guess we're just gonna let it burn out naturally and wow. it, it may have happened by this point but hmm. up until you know into the 2010s it was still it was still burning and that's that's a scary place they have you know there's all kinds of stories of like you know like forest monsters and you know things that had to come up from from underground sure because of the fire so that like apparently there's like goblins and you know all sorts of stuff but oh yeah that's a place that you don't need supernatural entities there <laughs> to make it you know a bad place to be you're right <laughs> but but if a town is going to be haunted it's it's definitely that one yeah uh hopefully huh. when i go through those pictures i can find something that looks like something because yeah, that's it it doesn't quite give you the Penhurst because it's not concentrated like that. Sure. But you you get bad vibes just driving through that town.
1: Huh. Yeah, I, I feel wish. like I read somewhere too that they were thinking about um flooding it.
0: They flooded it a bunch of times. Oh, did least, they? At least the um at least the uh the mine. Hmm where it started like they've tried to do it a bunch of times and it just Mm. never it never worked i guess i guess because the the coal is so thick and it's burning so hot that they can't get it in there i i don't know i don't know the Mm. history of like how they tried to put the fire out sure but i do know that they they've tried to to flood that that mine shaft like several times wow and it's just always, I guess, I guess it burns too hot, or it's burning too deep into the ground. Sure. That they can't, you know. I don't know. I, I always like, I'm, I'm like, well, why don't you just like fill it with cement or something? <laughs> like, surely something has to work. But yeah, smarter people than I am um, have tried to have, you know, tried it. But yeah, nobody's ever been able to figure out how to stop that centralia fire
1: huh i mean there's got to be some sort of product that exists now
0: (laughs) you would think so (laughs) and i don't know maybe it maybe it did stop maybe it finally burned itself out huh but i i always expected when i was going in there to like find sinkholes and oh yeah but but the road through town is fine and the houses that are still standing were still standing. So I guess it wasn't uh I mean, besides the poisonous smoke coming up from the ground right. constantly, I guess it wasn't uh too too deadly.
1: Well, the um the Google says that as of June twelfth, twenty eighteen, it was still burning. Hmm. Um okay.
0: I may have to go back up there. I didn't go back up when they announced that they were going to cover over uh Graffiti Highway. Mm. I was like, I don't know that I want to go up because I knew that there was going to be a ton of people there. Oh, sure. Uh but I might I might take a trip up there. It's It's like an hour drive and there's nothing else up there. <laughs> so oh. So I, I th- the reason that I that I haven't gone back is because I don't want to go there just to see that it's boring there now. <laughs> right. We used to go up and be like, you know, walk down the highway and and look at all the dicks and look at all, the <laughs> look at all the like the creepy stuff. And there was also like you know teenagers putting their hearts with their initials you know of their significant others so it was all like normal graffiti stuff plus scary graffiti stuff plus just the atmosphere of the town was scary enough Uh,
1: oh here's another one october 13th 2022 hmm. today there's not much left in the town once known as centralia but one thing is for sure the fires are still burning cool Apparently they could burn for up to another 250 years.
0: Good lord. Crazy. That's insane.
1: So I guess the answer to my question is no, a product does not exist to put it out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, from what I understood, it, it, it was just, you know, coal burns for so long. Sure. And when you have a whole mine of it. Um, And it it gets, it gets burning too far outside of, you know, where you can get to. Yeah. There's nothing you can put on it because it's, it's just too, it's just, there's too much of it that's burning. So -hmm. no matter what you do, you're not going to be able to put it out.
1: It's just crazy to me.
0: Yeah. It it does seem crazy. Like, even as a kid, I was like, why, why don't they just do this? And it's like, obviously, somebody thought of that. <laughs> right. And there's a reason that they didn't do it.
1: Like, they had a checklist, and they went down the checklist, and nothing worked.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, there's tours that you can go. Oh, wow. Um, but I don't think I would go. I don't think I would go on a tour because, like I said, there is nothing.
1: <laughs> huh. I feel like I would probably go on a tour the first time just to kind of like get the lay of the land or whatever, because I've never mm. been there before. Um, But then after that, I think I would probably go back. Yeah. You
0: know, it, it was definitely one of the more it, it was definitely one of the places that we've been to the most just you know a- after the first one or two times it's like i don't think we're going to find anything here but <laughs> man is this place it, it it's a creepy place yeah hopefully um hopefully it's still just as creepy after they covered up the the highway i can't imagine what you would go on a tour of
1: huh outside
0: of that highway
1: I mean, unless they're just going to, like, drive around and be like, this is where the fire started. Yeah. And now all those little jets of smoke you see, that's where the fire is now.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently the smoke is not crazy, like, coming up through the road anymore. Oh, okay. It says about 60 minutes across one mile includes eight stops.
2: Huh.
1: I
0: don't know. I don't know.
1: I mean, ultimately, you know, anything like that, of course, they're going to make it a tourist attraction. Yeah. <laughs> like, how can and, we get money out of this thing?
0: And now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I would go on the tour just to see what it's like. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Just once. How much are these tickets? <laughs> <laughs> Next weekend, there'll be pictures popping up on Instagram. Yeah, probably.
0: Probably. <laughs> oh 25 bucks uh, nah. 25 bucks drive two hours go on an hour tour yeah i'll probably do it
1: <laughs> i mean you know for argument's sake it's probably still cheaper to trespass but
0: <laughs> oh yeah this but way I you know... get
1: to sit on a bus <laughs>
0: this way you, you get to do something and they take you to places sure because i i really don't know where you would go uh outside of that highway uh. and i wish I, I hope that those people's weird weird welded garbage <laughs> christmas decorations
3: <laughs> are still up
1: trash santa
0: Oh, it's it's really creepy. Uh, you will you at least will see those pictures because I know that I have them on my phone.
1: I mean, I kind of have to see them now. I yeah. think I can't not see them. Yeah.
0: Um once I once I get off of this call, <laughs> I'll find them and send them to you. They might yes. even be saved to my phone because those are good pictures. Um nice. But yeah, the the last place I picked to talk about was the place we've been to the most recently uh and it is Fort Delaware. Oh, um, okay. We go to Fort Delaware. It is in Delaware. I I I would say obviously, but like around here, you know, there's a <laughs> there's the Delaware River, you know. Sure. There's a lot of things that are called, you know, there's Delaware County in Pennsylvania. Uh but this is actually in Delaware, sure. uh, right off right off of Delaware City. Uh, it's an island
2: hmm.
0: that was a Civil War fort, um, and it's really creepy. Now <laughs> you've definitely seen pictures of this place before.
1: I'm sure that I have.
0: Well, you have because I sent them to the to the group chat.
1: Oh well, then I absolutely <laughs> yes, I have. I have. <laughs>
0: Um, It's a, it's a really creepy, it's a really creepy place. Um, And then they have like historical tours and they have ghost tours. Um, Mm. And they're both very creepy because they're at night. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know why the historical tour was at night or it was at least into the evening. because it was dark uh when we went uh but it's one of those places that was a civil war fort so there's you know quarters where people lived and you know where they cooked and ate and and it's all in the same place as you know the the turrets with the cannons on them sure (laughs) and it's like it seems terrible to have been i mean a soldier ever but during that time especially (laughs) um there's also like a hospital on the ground and a prison uh, where they where they kept the uh the the bad guys. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the su- the southern guys. Like uh, the the prisoners of war. Yeah, they they're prisoners of war. Um which uh, I mean the that's a building that is not very big. It's about the size of my living room, probably. 10 feet by 15 feet huh and the outside of the building what not the outside like the interior walls the like right on the walls sure are just two layers of beds just Mm -hmm. the whole wall is just beds and then there's like a five foot (laughs) by 10 foot area in the middle that's just Concrete floor, and that's where the prisoners were hmm. so you know they had a lot of prisoners there it It seems terrible uh but it's all it's all on an island, you know, so that they could defend it it's, It is a fort, but sure. uh but yeah, they have all sorts of very good and i will say compelling pictures um of this place of the ghosts and everything in this place uh i wish i could remember the there is a group of there is a group of uh like supernatural paranormal investigators that go there every year Hmm. um and they have kind of incredible pictures of stuff Yeah, uh, but this is yeah i mean it was a civil war fort and prison so just so many people died on this island and right. then just got buried on the ground huh so there's there's just there's just bodies all over the place. Oh. uh yeah but it it's a it's a really cool place um <laughs> and if you are in the philadelphia new jersey delaware sort of area uh fort delaware right out right off of right off of uh delaware city which also apparently we ate at a restaurant oh man i can't remember the name of this restaurant but apparently a lot of the places in Delaware City proper are also haunted. <laughs> oh, sure. Uh so, you know, old bed and breakfasts and stuff from from the 1800s and it's a really cool town. Um but uh but hmm. hey, you can't you can't get to it outside of uh a ferry and but man it's got a moat around it. It's just a creepy place.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, actually where I spent the most time as a teenager was an old um World War 2 battery. Um and I, you know, I don't I don't know that like a ton of people died there or anything. Um mm-hmm. but it was just one of those things like the minute you got your license. <laughs> that was kind of one of the first places that you drove <laughs> because mm-hmm. um I grew up in Newfoundland, Canada. Um okay. and so if you go to the Cave Spear Lighthouse, that's the most easterly point in North America. Um, the furthest east pretty much you can go before you fall off into the Atlantic Ocean.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and yeah, the uh the World War Two battery, um they'd installed uh guns in oh, when was that? It was like nineteen to say it was like night like the nineteen forties. Um but the US uh gave Newfoundland two of these like huge um guns and it was part of like the Second World War like Lend Lease Act or something. Um and they were like, yeah, you know, like you can you can protect um you know the the Narrows or whatever, you know, from from people coming in and you know protect you know, European ships that are coming in um, because they were really concerned that, you know, the fighting was going to spread and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, you, you know, you walk around that place and it's just like damp and dark Mm -hmm. and everything is dripping. Mm -hmm. And all you can really hear is the ocean because the waves are crashing like super close to you um but there were a bunch of times where you know we were just kind of walking through and you'd see somebody like poke their head out from um they used to have these huge um bays where you know the soldiers or like supplies would be stocked Mm -hmm. and uh you'd like round a corner and it would just be you know blacker than pitch and then you'd get a little bit of light coming in from, you know, a hole or like a window somewhere and you'd catch a glimpse of something. And so all of my experiences there were like, yeah, you know, I think I saw this or I think I saw that. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I've been seeing shit for years, so.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a big, that's a big thing for me. I, I wish I wish I I could like find something and hmm. like have you know uh, proof <laughs> mm. for for myself. Like I I have this this one story where I saw something weird, and you know I've been going to and we you know just in our area there's a lot of places uh, huh. that we have um, that we have (laughs) broken into and trespassed (laughs) in, um, and never, you know, never found anything besides, you know, having a creepy feeling or, you know, seeing something move out of the corner of our eye and, you know, all of that stuff. I I feel like it can be explained. Yeah. And I just, I I wish I could find something solid.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of on the completely other side of the spectrum where there are times where I just kind of wish I could not see it, (laughs) you know, or it could not, maybe not be attracted to me for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you know, for example, um, we used to live in uh, an apartment. Um, It was a duplex and you walked up over a flight of stairs and then you were in the kitchen and when we moved in the landlord told us that um, the lady who had lived there prior to us uh, had actually passed away in the kitchen by the door (laughs) and nobody had seen her for a few days and then they discovered her Mm -hmm. and I was like okay and at this point in my life you know I've had many 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 paranormal experiences and just shit that i can't explain and i'm like okay this is great well you know we're gonna rent this apartment because it's relatively cheap and it's in an area that's okay um and i'm gonna have to deal with this lady (laughs) (laughs) like i know for a fact that this is gonna happen um and there will be nights where like i'd get up to get a glass of water in the kitchen and i just kind of see a shadow out of the corner of my eye and i would talk to her You know, and be like, hey, you know, it's just me. How are you doing? I'm just, you know, grabbing a glass of water. You know, don't Mm -hmm. let me disturb whatever the hell you're doing over there in the corner. You know, like, it's fine. And then I just go back to bed. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was the same, you know, when I, I mean, when I was really young, um, it used to scare me because I didn't really understand, you know, what was going on or, you know, what was happening. And then, um, you know, a bunch of years and like a couple of MRIs later. (laughs) <laughs> um, I found out that, you know, and like talking to your shrink, you know, and being like, Well, you know, sometimes I see shit.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: your shrink being like, Well, you know, I mean, it doesn't seem like you have, you know, whatever, you know, psychological yeah. issue um would make you you randomly see people. Um but yeah, like even now in the house that we're living in, um, that lady who and I still don't know her name and I feel bad that I don't know her name. Um The lady that passed away in the kitchen is in this house with me now. Um, And also, the spirit of a miner. um, When we went to uh, Belle Island when I was like 13, um, you know, you take a little ferry over there and they had a mine. And you could go and you could do like the little tour or whatever, you know, and you could get your picture taken. And it was like a little tourist attraction. And uh, there was the spirit of a miner there and he followed me. So now I also have a minor living in my house with me. <laughs> um so yeah, I mean it's just and and it's something that, you know, it's just kind of day in day out like I'm pretty used to it now. Um when I'm here by myself and I hear like a weird noise, I'm like, okay, cool. So it's just one of you guys, you know, like <laughs> knocking the floorboards or whatever, you know, like yeah. do whatever you got to do. It's fine. Um I think that if there was something like um if they were projecting anger or like they had you know some intention to harm me or whatever i might be concerned about it but Mm -hmm. i mean overall it's just kind of been like yeah whatever you know you live here too
0: (laughs) yeah i'm i mean my wife has stories about uh you know seeing because an old lady died in the house we currently live in as well oh sure um and she's you know talked about seeing this lady and Um, I've seen, like, again, out of the corner of my eye, like, a shadow passing in the reflection of some, like, glass or something, Mm. and I'm like, I'm like, I I just, (laughs) I wish I could be, because I'm the kind of person who, like, unless something hits me in the face, unless, you know, this man wearing a robe looking directly into my (laughs) eye. I I feel like it can be explained uh, by something else.
1: Yeah, Uh, well, and, you know, I mean, I always mm -hmm. say it's important to have a healthy level of skepticism. Yeah. You know, you should never be that person who's like, oh, yeah, you know, I see this thing and I accept it on face value and that's it. You know, because
0: then you're then you're Zach Bagans. You're right. And then everybody (laughs) makes fun of you and, and, you know, everybody who does a paranormal investigation you know you're lumped in with that kind of maniac
1: oh that dude man his Uh his primary mode of transportation is douche canoe
0: yeah just
1: i can't even in arid regions that dude goes to arizona and he's still able to pull out that douche canoe i just yeah he's
0: he's he's got the biggest douche (laughs) paddle (laughs) you could possibly but yeah that's that's what because like But at the same time, I understand why he does that because it's for TV and stuff. And then you're either that or you're, you know, the ghost hunters who are doing like, who are doing like real investigations and stuff. And, but it's very boring to watch on
1: television. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've, you know, I've always appreciated um, the, the ghost hunters show. Yes. um, I've always liked that because, you know, at the end they have that kind of like getting back together with the homeowner mm-hmm. or, you know, the property owner and just being like, so listen, this is what we found. Mm-hmm. You can either accept it or not, but this is this is what we have to give to you. Or we didn't see anything at all. You know, mm-hmm. we were here for three days and we saw absolutely nothing. So yep. can we say that this place is haunted? No.
0: Yeah. You know. And that, I mean, that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've come home with Hours of EVPs, <laughs> yeah. and you know, just sat there and listened to them, just listening for anything, and then yeah. you hear something a little bit weird, yeah. And then you go back, and it's like, oh no, that didn't mean anything, right? And then <laughs> that that was nobody saying nothing, and yeah. and then you have these guys like Bagans, who's like, you know, they hear. You know it's somebody creaking their foot on the floor, and it's right? like,
1: "Oh, that was the ghost saying, "I'm on fire or something right. like that. <laughs> it's like well, uh, and everything is a demon i that's yeah. the other thing that I don't understand, like how do you like when we talk about you know paranor- the paranormal, we're not talking about demons, yeah, like that's that's something kind of on its own,
0: yeah, it's um, it's not demons, and I don't again i I like. I don't, I don't like just push off, you know, an intelligent spirit, Yeah. but I feel like almost every like ghostly thing I've ever seen or, or encountered could be, could be, you know, not written off, but like explained by energy, you know, the, the energy, because that's a, a thing. That's like definitely real is energy and. And some stuff can't be explained, you know, paranormal is not everybody hears paranormal and they're like, oh, you're you're looking for ghosts and stuff. It's like, no, paranormal is just something that's out of the ordinary. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of out of it. It's like it's like when you say UFO and people like, oh, you're looking for aliens. It's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) UFOs is just a flying object that's unexplained. Right. Like, we don't know what it was. Yeah. Paranormal is something that's not normal. It could be anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I like, read an article recently, actually, that um, certain cryptids mm-hmm. um, that are airborne, like, for example, you know, the Jersey Devil and Mothman. Um, could I be love placed...
0: Mothman.
1: Yeah, I mean, they could be, theoretically, they could be placed in the UFO category because... Mm-hmm they're on a, they haven't been able to identify what that is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It might just be a huge owl.
0: <laughs> it could you No. Know? Mothman absolutely could be a huge owl. Um and the thing about Mothman, not to get off on a Mothman tangent, but <laughs> but people are like scared of Mothman yeah. and it's like all Mothman's trying to do is warn you. It, like Mothman's never hurt anybody. Right. He's trying to protect people from stuff. Like leave Mothman alone.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that somebody said that they saw Mothman before the Twin Towers came down. What? Wow. Or something. Or before okay. the Twin Towers came down. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, he they said that he was there for the, you know, few days leading up to the Silver Bridge collapse. Mm-hmm. And then the Silver Bridge collapsed and all of a sudden it was like, oh, you know, well, it has been foretold by the Mothman yeah. that this was going to happen. But... But yeah, I mean, no, he's totally like not out to get you. He's Yeah. Just like, "Hey dude, in the next couple of days, maybe be careful." And like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't I, go I, over I, that I'm... bridge. Like that would be bad.
0: Cryptids is not something I've ever, you know, actively searched for. Oh, no. but But Mothman, I think uh Huh. I I think Mothman is my favorite one. <laughs> yeah. He's he's not a he's not somebody I've ever done any uh like actual research on but i i think it's cool that there's somebody looking out for for people
1: yeah i kind of flip-flop myself between um mothman and uh spottings of uh, werewolves okay Uh, or or giant giant wolves um because uh bray road is in wisconsin Mm -hmm. so the beast of bray road that's like a whole folklore thing, and people have seen it, and like it's supposedly this huge wolf or human wolf hybrid or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, pretty much anything like weird, creepy, paranormal, kind of on it. Yeah. Um, yeah
0: I, I i like to keep my I like to keep my focus on on just like the ghosty stuff because <laughs> I I feel like there's something there. Yeah. But uh, I don't know what, and it drives me crazy that that like I can't, I I I can't prove or disprove anything. Yeah, um, as far as that kind of stuff goes. Uh, By by the way, it's uh, Diamond State Ghost Investigators Mm. that do the Fort Delaware stuff. So shout out to uh, my friends at Diamond State. Uh, Very nice, and like I said, some of when they do the ghost tours over in fort delaware um there's like a board of all the pictures with stuff oh sure Um, and there have been some like they even have videos and the one video was like sort of a mist huh human ish human-esque sure um and it did look like it was walking across and then it sort of evaporated it didn't like go behind something it huh. just, like, came out and then evaporated, and I was like, that, uh, I, I don't know what to make of that. Hmm. <laughs> but, like, yeah, really cool stuff. Definitely check out their stuff on, like, social media and everything. You can see the videos and stuff. It's it's very, very compelling stuff, and I wish I had a little bit more time with those guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah, So so just out of curiosity, what is your... What is your running theory on the paranormal? I know everybody who's interested in the paranormal kind of has a theory as to why it's a thing um you know, like like mine, for example, is um we're essentially living on two different frequencies, and so when we pass away, our energy has to go somewhere, mm-hmm. and some people don't necessarily have those paranormal experiences because. They're not operating on the same frequency as say I'm operating on mm-hmm. um or uh you know it, it's like uh you know playing a record and you know you're playing something at forty five and you're playing something at seventy eight mm-hmm. and the speeds just don't match up, you know, so you never come into come into contact, so I was just curious if you had like a a theory
0: I like that <laughs> I like that yeah. um. I've never really thought about it. I always just assume, like, almost like electricity, mm. like people's residual energy. It, I always thought of like electricity. Yeah. Um. So, like, if you are, if you are somebody who does, you know, has a very strict routine, mm. um your energy sort of builds up where you're doing your thing. So if you have enough stored up energy, like I don't even know that you necessarily have to be dead mm. for your sort of ghost to yeah. be in a place. But I've always I've always thought about it like electricity. I I never mm. considered like death to be sort of the first part of it Mm. um i feel like it's it's just sort of what you do and how you live your life Mm. that that you know your your energy is and i never thought about it on a different frequency or a different like plane of existence or anything Mm. but but yeah it 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 all feels to me like electricity. Yeah. That's how I always sort of was able to wrap my own head around it.
1: Yeah. Or like, you know, um, turning the dial on a radio and you're going up and down the band. Mm-hmm. And you're finding stations, but you're also finding those moments of static. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they exist within those moments of static and we're on the actual station. Okay. You know? okay
0: um that that maybe it's the other way
1: around i don't know
0: (laughs) hey who knows like
1: curveball man i don't know you know
0: (laughs) yeah i just like i said i i I never considered the death part to be the first part of sort of paranormal stuff yeah i think you know there can be i don't i don't get into auras and and that other type of stuff Mm -hmm. but like there is an energy coming off of people yeah that's you know if you're if you're sensitive to it can tell you a lot about that person yeah you know more than more than their words or anything and i i feel like that's part of i think that's part of the paranormal mhm is just you know uh, there's like sort of a there's sort of a, like a living world that we live in and then there is something else but it it it's always felt to me just like energy yeah um and whether that makes sense to anybody else or
1: not <laughs> right
0: um yeah i mean
1: you know i'm i'm at a point now in my life where i've had so many paranormal experiences that either this should exist mm-hmm. um and there's something after this you know like we don't just snap our fingers and our brain dies and we're gone um or it's like the fucking waiting room from beetlejuice like <laughs> one or the other you know like yeah. we're we're falling into something here or it's like um i bring this up every time i talk about the paranormal and i'm sure that like my regular listen listeners are like oh janine shut the fuck up come on man like think of something new um but that movie um, called mirrors with Kiefer sutherland and he plays a security guard
3: Hmm.
1: in like an old um i think it's an old department store um and in that movie they portray it as the the paranormal or the others are on the other side of mirrors so when you look into a mirror the person that's staring back at you is not actually you it's a mirror image of you, but mm-hmm. that mirror image then goes off to do other things in this other world beyond the mirror. Okay. Um, so that's kind of like I kind of derive my theory about different frequencies and like different wavelengths kind of from that. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like the the other side, you know, the flip side of the coin or like the the cool side of the blanket, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, for lack of I, a better
0: I also, I've never seen Mirrors, um, but I I mean, it's
1: terrible, but you should watch it at least once.
0: (laughs) I'm, uh, my, my thoughts about it um, are also sort of from a terrible movie. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But if you ever saw the Michael Keaton movie, White Noise.
1: Oh, I haven't seen that. Okay, he- it's it's a lot of
0: it's a lot of like late 90s early 2000s type of like television static and okay. you're getting messages from other worlds through the television static and it's a bad movie but <laughs> it 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 feels it feels like there's something there yeah uh i'm <laughs> i had to look it up because i'm like i'm like i remember Michael Keaton's in it and it but I didn't remember the name of it. But now that I looked it up, I'm looking and seeing that it has a seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it's really
1: bad. Wow. <laughs> I don't even want to look and see what mirrors has. I'm sure it's probably less than that. <laughs> um Yeah, the premise was really good and I had really high hopes for it. And then yeah. they just yeah, it just went off the rails.
0: Yeah, that's that's sort of how how white noise was for me. Yeah. Uh,
1: but like I said,
0: it, it I feel like I feel like, you know, energy is a force, maybe just because I can understand it, you know, Mm. electricity and, you know, people's energies, it's not that far apart from each other. Sure. And it's never been, you know, when I say auras, like when I say something like I, I can sense something coming off of people. It's not like I can see it, but I can feel it. Like I can feel the electricity coming off of somebody and I know, you know, sort of how to process it in a way that, you know, I know whether or not I want anything to do with this person. Usually in the first couple seconds of even talking to them, like I don't even need to be in the physical presence of somebody. Yeah. Like, ah, there's something off about that person.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, we're, we kind of use nonverbal cues um, to evaluate people. Um, But I totally get what you're saying. When you meet a person who just like makes you not feel right, Mm -hmm. um, that's happened to me a few times in my life, and I've been right every single time.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, every, every time I have one of those feelings and it, it's with, it's with everybody. And I'm like, I'm like, ah, uh, and every, you know, people will be like, oh no, I love that guy. You know, yeah. what are you talking about? And then it's like, you know, a couple years later or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I should have listened to you about that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. probably should. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and it because... could be something as simple as like, you know, he's the type of person that asks for a loan and then never pays it back. Or he could be like a fucking serial killer. Like yeah. you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh it's kind of crazy how we can we can kind of sense that and and you know, again, I don't know necessarily that it's um paranormal in nature. Mm-hmm. Um I think that, you know, humans have evolved um in certain ways to kind of you know adapt to their surroundings Mm -hmm. um and when you start to get into positions where you know you have to come into close proximity with lots of different kinds of people Mm -hmm. uh you kind of start to learn um you know oh well when somebody does this you know it usually translates to a b or c and then you learn from that experience and then you carry it over to all of these other people that you meet um yeah, and I'm
0: definitely not saying that, that what, you know, that that sort of thing is anything paranormal, but, you know, it could be just that some people, it got it got evolved out of them. Sure. Because you really, I mean, you probably do need it, but you don't need it as much as you used to. Right. Like back in caveman times, yeah, when yeah. it was like, if if you trust the wrong person... <laughs> They're going to, you know, club you and take all of your food and (laughs) live in your cave or whatever. (laughs) Right. Uh, So we don't, you know, we probably don't need it as much now. Yeah. So it it may have just been evolved out of people, but some people still, you know, have it. Or it could be paranormal. I'm also not saying it's not paranormal.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, that's just, you know, my experience. I was a comm major. So we, <laughs> yeah. we learned a lot about the ways in which different people and different cultures interact, mm-hmm. um, different sexes interact. Um, and the, even something it, as simple as like, I can look at your space because, you know, we're doing a video on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can look at your space and notice certain things in your space um, that tell me how you prioritize things um or you know things that you're particularly fond of like you know i can see um probably to your left but to my right um there's like a tick the tick figure Mm -hmm. and that's kind of in your periphery so that leads me to believe that that's something that you enjoy Mm -hmm. because you want that to be in your periphery you know and like i do the same thing where you know i have like a, a blow mold skull um from like the seventies and I threw some LED lights in it and it mm-hmm. you know blinks or whatever. Um but it's totally within my eye line because I really like that thing. You know, so I put it there whereas you know I have pictures of my family that are back behind my head because those mm-hmm. are for other people. <laughs> those are not for me to look at every day. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's just communication mumbo jumbo.
0: Yeah, I, I I have I do but but I also do a bunch of video podcasts. So sure. while this stuff that I have in my the stuff that I have that you can see, you know, you can see my bass. You can see my drums. Sure. Uh, I have a bunch of toys next to me. And that stuff is, uh, you can, you probably can't see, but this, this thing right here is you a antler skull. <laughs> uh, But, uh, but yeah, it it's stuff that I enjoy. Yeah. But also want other, want people who. Watch my videos, uh huh. To also see,
1: <laughs> yeah. See now you're gonna leave this interview and you're gonna be like looking around your house, evaluating everything. <laughs> I've totally messed you up. Now you're gonna be like all paranoid about it.
0: No, I, <laughs> I, I. It's things that I've thought of. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I know exactly what people can see in my videos at all time. Sure, like my camera is where it is so that people can see that stuff. Yeah, uh, but, but yeah, that. So that's, you know, I I I do stuff because I wish that I could find something, and I'm trying to think of the way to put this. But like, I used to go into it, um, you know, sort of bagans like going all right let's go find some ghosts this is going to be great right and then we didn't find anything and people are like well you were too you know you you (laughs) wanted to see something too bad and i'm like all right fine well you know the amount of times that i've been burned on this i'm not expecting to find anything now and then they're like well you have to have (laughs) some expect and it's like "Well, tell you know I can't find the 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 perfect medium that I need to to be able to see something right. you know because I don't know what kind of headspace I was in that day uh where we did see the the man in the robe um huh. but it it must have been the perfect headspace to be able to see that.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I just kind of approach every day knowing that I'm probably going to see something. <laughs> um so I mean I don't I don't know that there's necessary like there's no headspace for me because Mm. I just it just is um but I think maybe maybe it has a lot to do with like coexisting you know that feeling of coexisting where Mm. you know you you exist and so you give those other people the space to exist um Maybe that's the approach. I don't know. I you know I don't even know that there is there yeah. there isn't a the right approach. There I don't a... know. And like I said, I I believe in the stuff
0: enough to keep going out and looking for it. Yeah. I know that I saw something with my own eyes. Like yeah. I, I can't deny that that weird stuff happens. I just don't know what it is yeah. and where it comes from, and I'll probably never know because I don't think that's something that people are able to know sure um and that's fine because this life uh, as far as I know is the only one we get so uh, like what like what's what's the harm in thinking that there's ghosts around
1: yeah (laughs) exactly
0: like it's not hurting me it's not hurting anybody else uh yeah you know maybe that maybe there's ghosts and i know what i saw and i know you know what i feel right and so leave me alone
1: yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i i find it really interesting there there are so many um you know bloggers and you know they're hardcore skeptics and they write all of these long drawn out like you know recently i read like an article from vice or something where you know this guy is uh, a caretaker at some museum and it's supposedly haunted and mm-hmm. um, he had paranormal investigators coming in you know and he was supposed to watch them to make sure that they didn't you know do anything with anything in the museum um but this article was just like this scathing review of like what they were doing and how they were doing it and like making fun of them And I'm like, you know, like, how does that benefit you personally? Mm -hmm. I mean, aside from the 50 bucks that you probably got from writing this fucking article, Mm -hmm. like, how did that actually benefit you? You know, what does it hurt? Like, believe in what you want to believe in. Yeah. I mean, people believe in, you know, God and Jesus. And Mm -hmm. I don't. But that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that they can't. Mm -hmm. You know, like, go ahead and believe in whatever, you know, the flying spaghetti monster. Fucking, you know, fill your boots. I don't care.
0: Yeah. And the (laughs) the people, like... And especially with people who like believe in ghosts and Bigfoots and and whatever, yeah. they're not trying to make anyone else believe in. You're right.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I think that's the difference there. That's that's where the difference comes in there. Like, right. I don't care if anybody else thinks that there's ghosts. I don't care if yeah. anybody else thinks that the Mothman is trying to you know warn us of danger. Uh, <laughs> but you know you get people going well Jesus wouldn't have liked this so we have to make laws against it so that nobody can do it and it's like <laughs> that's not cool like right let's uh let's stick with mothman here
1: yeah i mean as far as i know there is no paranormal agenda to indoctrinate people yeah. <laughs> into believing about ghosts
0: yeah if um, any if anything all of the paranormal like shows and stuff are you know finding bigfoot and ghost adventures and stuff like that are keeping people away,
1: <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah, and I mean honestly, like you know when you you know you were talking about you know you can go places and you can sit for hours and hours and hours and hours, nothing happens mm-hmm. um I had uh Michelle Ballanger, um who was on paranormal state okay. um she came on the podcast uh I wanna say i want to say it was almost like a year and a half ago or like two years ago um but she was talking about how you know when they're recording the the camera crew would be like so you know okay like and now something happens you know (laughs) and now something and they're like 18 hours into recording and Mm -hmm. nothing fucking happens and Mm -hmm. she's like i can't make things happen Mm -hmm. like i'm not gonna make sounds and then say oh my god you know there's a ghost like it's not gonna happen either something You know, genuine is going to happen here or Mm -hmm. nothing is going to happen here. And you're going to have three days worth of audio and and video with nothing on it. Yep. Um, Yeah.
0: And we did that the last time we were at Fort Delaware. Um, We were up in the in the uh, living quarters and one of the guys from uh, I forgot the name of them already. Listen back uh, and remember for me. But the ghost the the ghost hunting people who were there. Oh um, the
1: diamond something diamond. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the Diamond State Paranormal Investigators. There we go. Uh he was like, All right, we're gonna do this. He's like, We actually get a lot of activity um in this area while we're doing this. So everybody else was about four rooms away from me. And I was all by myself. Um, in complete darkness, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: (laughs) you know, down in between two rooms. And I'm like, I'm like scanning this area and I'm listening and um, I'm in there for like 40 minutes and I'm (laughs) like, I'm like, all right, I I never, I never felt so much like, all right, this is about to happen because all I felt, I was like, yes, this is where it's going to happen. This is when I'm going to get something. (laughs) And then just like Zach Bacons, a piece of dust flew up through my camera. And I was like, oh, my God, what was that? And then I rewound it. And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was so excited that I saw something. And that's the Uh. thing that drives me the most crazy about him is he's like, you know, something flies past and it's like, obviously dust. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's an orb. It's like, yeah, no, it was a piece of dust, you dumbass.
1: I'm not sure that I you know I've had um people on the podcast before who um you know say that they have images of orbs um with like little faces and stuff in them uh-huh um you know they've had genuine experiences where like orbs have interacted with them, and you know whatever um and I think that I'm just on the train of like not believing in orbs, yeah. <laughs> Because telling whether or not it's an actual, what they call an orb, um, yeah. or dust, is yep. like such a fun. And all these places that they're going into are dusty ass yeah, places. It's a,
0: yeah, it has to be. These places <laughs> have to be old. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so they're gonna be dusty. Like nobody's nobody's in Fort Delaware or in you know Penhurst. Vacuuming every day. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not how it works.
1: Yeah, so no. There's I, nobody. There's nobody. Nobody swiffering at Penhurst. that's yes. not a. It's not a thing.
0: No. Oh, good. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, god.
1: <laughs> I can't even oh. imagine what would come up on that swiffer pad.
0: Oh, I'm thinking about it again. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. a
1: bad,
2: It's
0: it. Like I feel bad just thinking about that place. Mm. Just thinking about that place and what those people had to go through, just because they were born too early and people didn't understand what was wrong with them like that sucks
1: well yeah so they, i mean not even they were like, treated like they weren't that. even humans yeah right well and not even just that like you know you there there was a time where you know you could be put into an asylum um if you were a woman because you were reading mm-hmm. you know and they didn't want they didn't want women reading because why would a woman need to read anything yeah um So you just, you know, your husband would just sign you off and put you in an asylum. And then you had to, you know, you had to live in these horrible conditions and be treated, you know, awfully and be abused and, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And it's like, yeah, I don't. It's just, yeah, all of those places. um, Bad juju.
0: Bad, bad. The worst. (laughs) Man. You have. Yeah, I, I was. I knew that I didn't have, you know, a lot of research because we just sort of scheduled this a couple days ago. And I'm like, I'm not going to do a bunch of research for places that I already researched and then forgot about my research. You're right. (laughs) But, uh, but I was like, Penthurst sticks with you. Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is the creepiest one. Uh, This is the one I know the most about. Uh, I'm going to have good, you know, good stuff. For the Penhurst part and then it ended up being first because i couldn't <laughs> wait to get to it
1: <laughs> yeah no um it was all great i uh like i said i i find your perspective to be very interesting because you know the people that i generally have on my show have had like you know a, a several you know paranormal experiences or you know have um gone on you know, investigations where other people have had multiple, um, you know, scares and, you know, creep outs or whatever at certain locations, you know, Mm. and it's like, and then you're like, well, you know, when I was a kid, I saw this thing and I was like, whatever. And I haven't seen anything since. Yep. (laughs) Um, and it just kind of, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know of many people who would be like, you know what, but I still, (laughs) yeah, I'm still going to go there. I, I just, just seeing
0: that thing when I was a kid, uh, yeah. made it so that i i absolutely can't say that there's nothing. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Because i saw something. Right. So so i think that being my first sort of thing that i ever you know, it's like i i can't get it out of my head. And it, it i never let myself become one of those uh skeptics that's unbearable because sure. it, you know, no matter what you say like I want to have my mind changed. I just right. haven't, I, I haven't found it yet. Yeah. And maybe I never will, huh? but uh, my mind is open and yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, and think about the, you know, there's, there's always that chance that, you know, you were out doing something, you were investigating whatever, and you had a paranormal experience and just didn't realize it. That um,
0: Could have also been,
1: you know, I mean, they're like. I've had friends who have gone places and, um, you know, oh, the tour guide told me where the bathroom was. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have a tour guide. <laughs> or, like, that guy, like, he he died, like, 10 years ago, dude. Like, he mm-hmm. doesn't work here anymore. You know, like, just random, like, weird things that, you know, yeah, you have an interaction with somebody who you think mm-hmm. um, is another, you know, living, breathing human, and then all of a sudden, later on, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know yeah, like there, i had a paranormal experience
0: there could have been uh so, there could have been a union soldier i mean in one of those dark rooms and while i was scanning with my uh with my my night vision camera uh, as soon as i turned away from him was like doing the
1: right you got distracted like... by dust <laughs> yeah. way to go <laughs> that would be the worst
0: thing ever if i if i got distracted (laughs) by the dust and then there was like uh like a soldier ghost
1: like like standing there like civil war soldiers
0: tapping his foot like (laughs) are you gonna look over here or not you (laughs) dumbass?
1: right like i'm right here get your camera out dude what the hell oh god
0: Yeah. Oh boy.
1: Uh, all right. Well, you know, I feel like I've kept you for more than long enough. Um, and thanks again nothing. so much for, for coming on and, um, you know, telling your, your paranormal stories. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I I mean, I like to talk about this stuff. It's, yeah. I, I think it's really cool. I think it's really cool that there's stuff that we don't understand and there's, I think you have to be a certain type of person for that. Um mm. because there's either the type of person who we don't understand what it is, so they make something up and then that's what they believe. Yeah. Or the type of people who there's things that you don't understand, so they just think it's nothing and that's the end of the story. Yeah, right. So there's like two ends of that spectrum and then, you know, there's people in the middle who are like well maybe it's this but maybe it's this and maybe it's electricity but maybe we're on different frequencies maybe you know maybe in an alternate universe i died here right (laughs) because who knows
1: or maybe i was somebody else in a past life yeah or maybe
0: i made one different decision and ended up you know doing whatever
1: yeah yeah who knows i don't know man i don't know mysteries of the universe up in here
0: but if you if you're interested in what happens in alternate universes
1: (laughs) you want to do some shameless self-promotion
0: oh that's why i'm here
1: (laughs) (laughs) like shit this is the only reason why i came
0: (laughs) (laughs) no this was delightful um (laughs) Uh, You you knew that you invited me on here because you knew I was going to be bored tonight.
1: (laughs) Um, You needed a friend.
0: I I hope that I was uh, interesting enough for you and your listeners. Oh, of course you were. If I wasn't, um, (laughs) I do a podcast on the PodMoth Network called Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex, where I play... A paranormal investigator um who moves into a very haunted place um and then ends up well, I think it happened long enough ago, but I end <laughs> up dying and becoming a ghost myself sure um so <laughs> it's it's a wacky uh very strange comedy show um scripted comedy, so it's like those old timey radio programs mm-hmm. um but that's, yeah, I, I feel like there's not enough uh, fiction, fictional podcasts. So we're trying to, we're trying to do that, but we, it's, it's mostly comedy, but it's also some spooky, um, a little bit of slice of life stuff. I think it's a pretty good
1: podcast. <laughs> the Identity Podcast is brought to you by host Janine Mercer, and the music was created using GarageBand. Find The Odd Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Identity Pod, and on Facebook as The Identity Podcast. A transcript of this episode will be available at theidentitypodcast.wordpress.com Got a paranormal experience to share? Send those along to theidentitypodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com If you liked what you heard, please take a moment to mash that subscribe button and leave me a five star review. Don't forget to tell your friends, family, and coworkers about this podcast. Every little bit helps.